You're listening to Woo Sox Insider, presented by your Worcester Red Sox. All right, everybody, welcome back to Woo Sox Insider. Yes, we're back. Sorry for the delay. Uh, we got a lot going on at Polar Park, okay? Uh, the season just ended. I'm pretending it's Monday because that's when this comes out, but it's actually a Thursday today. So we actually have quite a bit of work to do before the season's over. Joined, as always, by Dave, producer David Leonardi. Glad to have you here. And joined, not as always, this week by Alex Richardson, filling in for TQ. Uh, Alex, how does it feel to be the third host of the Woosox Insider podcast? Yeah, it feels good. I, You know, um, I don't know how I feel when you say filling in for TQ. I feel like I'm a plan C. You know, I thought I thought I would be a nice little guest, but I'll well, this is this is the thing. Like, this is like the Tom Brady Drew Bledsoe moment. Like, these opportunities oh. are when you are when you get your place to shine. So we'll see we'll see what the the thousands of listeners we have think after this episode. The comments section. We'll see if we have to make a permanent change. That's fine. We'll see. We'll see. TQ. <laughs> All right, guys. What a year it's been. Uh, we're getting through this last homestand here. Um, Getting through it, I mean, because we're trying to make it as great as possible for all of our fans. We have Fan Appreciation Week this week. We're giving away over 6,000 different gifts during this week. And uh, we're doing it without Dave. Dave Leonardi abandoned us to take classes at Endicott. Uh, when we play these games without our scorekeeper, we just, there, no one knows, is it a ball, is it a strike? We don't know. Dave's at college. I'll be back, though. I'll be back. Well, but by the time it comes out, I would have already been back. But as of right now, today, Thursday, I will be there Friday to Sunday. So if you were at the park Friday to Sunday, I was the one keeping score and keeping the all the numbers and data safe. And we if appreciate any, you anything is wrong on the scoreboard, like, it's Dave's fault. Just yeah. So everyone knows Just Friday to Sunday, though. Before that, don't come to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Alex, how are you feeling? We've made it through, geez, is it 71 games now? I've lost count. I think it's 71. 71 games uh, through this year. Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling rested? How are you feeling with four games left? I, mean, I feel pretty good. I think we got blessed this year, not going to lie, having a two-week road trip right before the last week, uh, the last home week of the season for us. So I actually feel pretty good. Um, this has actually been the most difficult week so far. I mean, I'm staring outside and seeing a monsoon of just rain coming down uh and we had rain earlier this week on tuesday uh, i think the forecast the rest of the week is clear but uh, just from a weather standpoint i think it's actually the season's gone by a lot quicker that's what it's felt like because last year i mean we got absolutely pummeled with weather with rain this year we've been absolutely blessed i think this just by that the season makes it go by so much quicker i mean we've only had what one double header this year i think or two uh so it's uh I feel pretty good. I feel good. I feel rested. Rain's going to stop right before first pitch. Going to have to pull the tarp. Probably have a couple more people fall, you know, when we're pulling the tarp. So I'm, I'm excited. There was a point last year inside of the stretch of like 13 straight delayed games where we played four innings in it was either three or five days. But it was four innings over a stretch of several games where it's like, we can't catch a break. It never stops raining or it doesn't rain all day. And then it just rains for the entire length of our game. I don't know what happened this year. It's so much better. This is my third season working in baseball. The first was in Pawtucket in 2019. Then the COVID year last year and this year. 
And in Pawtucket, there was not that many rain delays. And when I got to Worcester, I was like, wow, I just got lucky that year. I guess this is what life is like. But no, last year was an anomaly, like for sure. And I have definitely taken for granted not having a doubleheader every single homestand. Because that's it what also, it was last year. It also seemed like in like July this year, because like July was one of the bad months last year with rain. And this year, it seemed like whenever the team was on the road, that's when it rained. And then when yes. the team would come back, it was like clear skies. It just kept happening that way for like the majority of summer. It was so nice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, the other thing too was like in Pawtucket, I just remember like anytime it rained, the game was done. The game was bang. Like we had, it, but McCoy was literally built like on a swamp. So if we get literally 20 minutes worth of rain, see you later. Like we were, we yeah. were not playing. And I'm not saying anything about grounds crew. Like grounds crew did an unbelievable job for some of those games that we were able to play. But like just the fact that the ballpark was literally just built on a swamp and it just was terrible when it came to the irrigation system and the drainage system. Like here, I mean, it will downpour and then all of a sudden the rain on the field, everything is soaked. 20 minutes later, you get 20 minutes of sunshine and it's, dry like sahara there sahara there desert dry so yeah i think just having the state-of-the-art type of ballpark is good i hate the rain i'm not even gonna I yes hate, thank you i hate the rain i hate the cold i hate the winter but at the same time I'm one of those people that like has to have something to look forward to so that's why i stay in new england because i i just have to have like i can't i can't be in cali i can't be in cali i can't be in florida just having the same weather every single day for those people who are out in California, the son of a guns don't like it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What about you guys? I, I just have to like look forward to like spring and summer. I, I agree with the first thing you said, which is that I hate rain. I hate cold weather. I hate both those things. And I agree to an extent that like all winter, I'm just sitting there looking forward to summer. But uh, Alex, that's a great, great setup for me to, to break it to the fans of this podcast this will be my second to last episode of Woo Sox insider uh we'll get we'll get a reunion show with dave and tq for the for the for the finale whenever that is hopefully next monday but yeah after the last homestand i picked up everything in my life i drove across this great beautiful nation um it turns out the earth is flat i learned a lot on my road trip um okay. but i made it all the way I made it all the way. Manifest destiny. I survived the Oregon Trail. I did not die of dysentery, and uh, I made it to. I made it out California way. I uh, I have a new place in Los Angeles, and uh, at least for a few years, I am just refusing to experience winter. I had a rough winter last year, and I'm just done with it. I'm over it. Like, I just think I'll skip out on that part of life where winter happens. It's gonna be sunshine for for a long time. Um, I'm staring out at a rainstorm right now on this field, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, quite frankly. But I mean, I have no doubt that, like, I mean, I, this is a podcast in the future, so I don't want to embarrass myself. But I'll call my shot right now and say I think that if the weather holds up, we're gonna to play today. If it's not presently raining during the game, we'll play. Like, if you wake up on a day that you have Woosock tickets and you look outside and it's pouring, just like know that if it's clear from seven to ten, like. As soon as it stops raining, we play baseball. Um, but yeah, man, moving to Cali, feeling great. Joining great photographer Kate Foltz out there who just started working for the Dodgers. Um, hopefully that'll be me next year. And uh, if not, then I'll come crawling back one day. I really haven't talked to you about the trip, so I'm just going to throw it out now. 
like did you split it up to how many days stay at a motel hotel like take me through did you pick up anybody on the side of the road hitchhikers help them out with rides like take me through this this journey because any anything past five hours i'm done i'm not driving so i thought that'd be the case for me as well but uh it was a lot cheaper to drive all my stuff in my car out there than to like ship my stuff and or buy new stuff and like ship a car or buy a new car so that was the move um i started on my trip in worcester massachusetts i went up to buffalo new york my first stop in buffalo i went to jamestown and i went to the i love lucy lucille ball museum and then i went to the uh the national comedy center and had a great day just by myself experiencing those things if you're ever in buffalo new york niagara falls and the national comedy center the two must do's um and then see the Sox play if they're there um but then after that i drove to cleveland um Nothing much to say about Cleveland. I went to a nice Dave and Buster's there. <laughs> Dave and Buster's was was pretty tight. Um, Cleveland got nothing against you. I'm sure if I spend more time there, I'll I'll get to know the city better. But quite frankly, I'm still bitter about the Eastern Conference Finals in 2017. So I'm going to be hard pressed to say nice things about Cleveland or the Cavaliers. Um, but those were both like six, seven hour drives. Nothing crazy. I had some podcasts loaded up. Um, big fan of. Which Bill ones? Simmons rewatchables. Okay, so the rewatchables talk about movies. That's on the ringer. Um, Woosocks Insider is a great podcast with these really handsome guys. Um, we've got uh, Comedy Bang Bang. We've got uh, uh, the Bill Simmons podcast. I'm a big Bill Simmons guy, honestly. Uh, hopefully, when I got out to LA, I get to meet him one day because I didn't meet him in Boston. Um, I had uh, some Kendrick albums going to keep me keep me awake when it would start to get later in the day. Um, I made my way up to Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and I saw Lake Michigan, a place I never thought I'd see in my life. I never thought I'd have a reason to travel to the Great Lakes, but uh, I met up with my roommate there, Max Welts, former Woosox Foundation volunteer. Uh, and then uh, from there, we started on Route 66, which uh, if you've ever seen Cars, yeah. That's the that's the route that Radiator Springs was on before they make the interstate highway and it becomes abandoned. And let me tell you, uh, Radiator Springs exists. It's real. It's all over the country every 10 miles um, because you drive along Route 66 and it's actually like just like interstate highways now. But like every so often there's an exit that's like go back to the historic original Route 66 where it's like a 30 mile an hour speed limit and you're going through towns with stoplights and stuff. But like a perfect example is Kingman, Arizona. That town I think exists because of this cost country trip. Like the town is mostly hotels and like restaurants and like there's not really anything residential. It's in the middle of the desert. And it was like, welcome Route 66 travelers. Like that was like the town's thing. It, 10 miles over is old Kingman. And that's actually along Route 66. And I swear to God, it's Radiator Springs. Like, it's like old murals painted on there, like faded out, like welcome Route 66 travelers. Like everything in that movie is legit. Um, is any like billboards like that has the lightning? Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. I'm being dead serious. I wonder if like they, they love that movie. They're like, this is where it was animated. Nothing? Uh, the town, the t I, I, I didn't see a soul. Like it, it actually, it was a bit of a ghost town. I'm not, I'm not 
if anyone is miraculously from Old Kingman, I'm not disparaging it. I just like I see the the connection and the relationship that and just the impact that Route 66 has. If a thousand people drive down that road through your town each day and need a place to stop, then you've got a place for business. Um, That's but just cars, like yeah, it's just cars, no people. Yes, uh, I was I was Lightning McQueen in many senses on this trip, but. Once we started down there, you can do it in three days or four days. We did 10 hours through Illinois, through Missouri. I saw the Arch in St. Louis. I went right outside uh, uh, Bush Stadium where the Cardinals play while they were playing. Albert Pujols hit a home run while I was like in the vicinity, which I feel like I'm a part of this historic run now. Um, I tried Emay's Pizza in St. Louis, Jason Tatum's favorite pizza place. Um, St. Louis-style pizza is definitely not in my top. 49 and the styles of pizza in the country <laughs> did you have, i love you have the fried chicken down there though in st louis because that was my favorite i didn't have the fried chicken what i had was what i was told was a st louis delicacy fried uh fried ravioli and oh, i got to try it somewhere other than a chain fast food restaurant because i basically ate pizza rolls <laughs> fried ravioli um i enjoyed it i love pizza rolls but uh my experience uh in Missouri was was highlighted by my trip to the arch. I literally just drove under it, but like it's huge. It's the size of like a freaking skyscraper. Like it'd be the it'd be the tallest thing in Worcester. Like it's 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 big. It's bigger than I thought. I went uh, in that. Wow. When I went like, to St. Louis, I was I was in the uh, arch. When wow. when did you go, Dave? What year? I went uh, like a month ago, actually, with my dad for like four days. You saw? So, uh, nah, we flew. You're not you're not psycho to drive, yeah. Yeah, no. But yeah, it's it's so it's ten hours from Wisconsin to uh, Oklahoma, like just inside Oklahoma is Miami, Oklahoma. We stayed in Miami. Uh, another ten hours to Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, and then it could have been just eleven hours to Los Angeles. So we could have done Route 66, three ten-hour drives. Uh, but we had to see the Grand Canyon. It was a great trip to the Grand Canyon. I brought Smiley Ball with me. Unfortunately, the real Smiley Ball had a bunch of engagements he was he was occupied with. But uh, I got some great shots of the bobblehead we just gave away, enjoying the Grand Canyon. Um, I've seen the northern side of the Grand Canyon before, which is awesome. If anyone out there is going to go visit, visit the southern side because my jaw hit the floor. Like everyone says, like the Grand Canyon, oh, is it worth it? I've seen pictures. I agree with that sentiment for like Mount Rushmore. I don't think I need to see Mount Rushmore. The Grand Canyon was incredible. I recommend that. That took another day because it's seven hours up to the Grand Canyon and then another seven hours to Los Angeles where I, I moved into my new apartment. I'm very excited for this new chapter in my life. I'm very grateful to all the people that have wished me luck and supported me and been there all the way. My parents, uh, I couldn't have done this without the permission from them because uh, it would have. It, it, it's. I, I know. I know. It upsets my family and friends to see me go, but I know they're also happy for me. The people that I could not disappoint were my mom and dad. It took a long time to get them on board with this, and so I want to say thank you to my mom and dad who watch this episode, these episodes every week, uh, for for allowing me to do this and not disowning me. I promise I'll come back someday. You're right. I'm back. I'm already back. I was out there for <laughs> one week and I came back because I couldn't miss the series finale for the Woo Sox. Um, but yeah, it's been a great year. Uh, a lot of great memories. I think I've said this on a podcast before, Alex, 
but my greatest memory with this team and has not been topped as of Thursday at 1.10 p.m. My greatest memory working with this team is the party we had after the last game ever at McCoy Stadium. You and me in the pouring rain on a day like this, running out to center field, doing a belly dive, and then doing snow angels in the rain. Um, that was my last time at McCoy, and that's probably my favorite favorite experience working this job. I was doing snow angels in center field at a AAA park. It's, it's crazy because it's literally like one of those things where no one knew that that was going to be the last game ever, like that, that, that day. Uh, yeah. So it really is the motto. You, you got to live life to the fullest in the moment. Be present. You know what I mean? Because if we didn't, if it was the last game of the year and we just like went home and everything like that. I mean, you know, we wouldn't have been able to have like that really cool memory that we did with the entire front office, you know, that last game of the year. I'll never forget it. I mean, <laughs> we were down in the right field barbecue tent, uh, all hanging out, did not know it was going to rain. And it just downpoured and it did not stop like consistent, like to the point where you couldn't even see like across the field. You could yeah. not see the berm like it was raining that hard. And thankfully, uh, we were underneath the tent. I mean, we also got trapped in the tent. And I remember like <laughs> it was flooding so much. So then people started to just stand on top of like the tables and the benches and nobody's feet were like on the ground. And then you and I were just like, ugh, let's just do this. <laughs> <laughs> So we literally just run out there, take off our shirt, just slide in the outfield. Good thing grounds crew already left. We made sure that they left so they didn't see us. Uh, but there's probably like like chest hair of mine just still on the way <laughs> outfield because I got ripped up. My my chest was so ripped up. But I remember we were soaked. But that was that was a good memory. And then the alternate training site the following year. But uh, no, that road trip sounds fun. The real question is. You're talking about all these places that you're eating. Did you travel by yourself? Yes. So I traveled I, in like a kind of a, uh, what's it called, a convoy. So my my other friends were uh, were in uh, another car traveling a couple of miles down the road if I was behind them or past them. But uh, I was alone for all of the hours in the car, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So much solidarity and contemplation happens when you when you're on the road i honestly i miss it i i spent so much time getting to know dylan mccaffrey a little better uh yeah just just me and god and god's country credit credit to you i i, I don't know if i could do that entire trip on my own but like i am someone who has you know like sometimes at work you know i'll, I'll go out to eat somewhere in the canal district or uh, you know, over on Main Street or something like that. Like, I'm willing to, like, go out and grab a quick bite to eat and sit down and eat by myself. Like, I feel that comfortable. But I don't know if I feel that comfortable to literally travel across the U.S. by myself in a car. Uh, I would just hate myself by the end of the day. <laughs> See, that sounds like so much fun. Oh, I think that sounds like fun. I love just, like, driving by myself. Like, when I was a delivery driver at Domino's, I kind of liked it just for the aspect of like um just driving around just chilling on my own just listening to music that was nice so i feel yeah, like the like, road exactly. trip they a full like from <laughs> one side of the us to the other so like nothing hits better than putting your head on your own pillow and going to sleep like the end of the day like you can like reset the next day like traveling across the country like you can't reset until you get there you know, and even when you get there, like you're exhausted, you got to like set up your bed. You know what I mean? Like that decap, I give you credit. Like, I let me I tell you, do that. 
I worked the last homestand before I left with uh, no place to live. I was homeless. The great Cooper Boardman let me stay on his couch. And so I was couch surfing until I left to drive across the country, staying in motels the entire way, 10 hours a, dr- a day, driving the whole time. Then I get to Los Angeles. I move into my apartment, carrying in all the furniture. And then I worked four of the six days I was there at the Fairmont Century Plaza Hotel in Beverly Hills, our great engineer for the Woo Sox, Josh Greenstein. You can thank him for the high center field camera shot of home plate that we have this year. It's awesome, along with a million other things. Josh is great. He's so great. He got me my first gig in L.A. So I got there after a 10-hour drive, after a week of working here, uh, or not 10-hour drive, 10 hours a day. I worked on this set, uh, breaking my back, moving furniture. I had no bed or couch. Breaking my back. Moving uh, furniture. I wish it was breaking bad. Uh, I was just like, I was a production assistant. I was moving couches and desks on and off the set. Uh, it was 16 to 18 hours a day. Uh, I didn't have a bed or a couch at my place. I slept on my friend's air mattress. And then I flew back here where I'm luckily in a hotel this time, but working another week of the Woo Sox. Suffice to say, my back is destroyed. I am exhausted. <laughs> And I am fueled by caffeine and the Woo Sox destiny to finish the season on a great note. Uh, so, yeah, it's been exhausting and I wouldn't have it any other, any other way. I'm going to get to L.A. in a few weeks and I'm going to my head's going to hit the sand on the beach and I'm going to wake up like a month later feeling rested. It's inspirational right there. It's inspirational right there. There's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's a sunset. You you are so like just so much caffeine because you just slapped the smack <laughs> out of your face just now. <laughs> that is what, and then you're oh my god, oh my god. I'm but not like, really a big coffee guy, but like I was chugging C4 all the first month of the season, and I've been doing like four cups a day this week. A cup a day keeps the doctor away. That's what they say. You know, did say, you know that you can never eat fruits or vegetables or food if you just keep drinking coffee? What? It's true. It's true. You don't have to. You don't have to eat food if you just keep drinking coffee. Did you know that? I don't think. I don't think. I think. I don't think any doctors recommend that. Go ahead. Yeah, did you like look that up on Wikipedia? Like. <laughs> no, I've just been proving it myself. <laughs> He's just been telling himself that when he was driving. For four days across the country exactly um but no i was gonna say it's gonna be it's gonna be a real really sad to see you go it's been a great time working with you side by side since the start of 2021 in worcester i didn't get to really work with you too too much in Pawtucket or really any at all but i can say that you know every day when i saw you in the control room you always had a smiling face and you're always happy to see me so thank you for everything so far these past years <laughs> Who could not be happy to see Dave's smiling face? Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, Decaf. That was a heck of a road trip. Kudos to you. I remember our our time in Pawtucket, you know, doing all the firework promotional videos and uh, with paws and socks and then doing stuff here. So it's it's pretty cool just to see your growth, you know, being a little bit older than you, seeing your growth from, uh, you know, when you were in school and everything like that and the ideas you've had and, the way you wanted to do things and then, you know, seeing you execute it here uh, and and have your essentially dreams become a reality. So I'm excited for your uh, your next next chapter 
I think there'll be plenty of more chapters. So uh, good luck with the Breaking Bad. I mean, Breaking Backs. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're we're excited for you. But also the beauty of uh, modern day technology is we can still FaceTime you and catch up and everything like that. But uh, you'll physically be pretty far, but you won't be too far from the heart and mind. And hey, there's exactly. no big green tractors in L.A. Jeez, man. No, thankful. Thankfully for me and Mike Monaco, there's no big green tractors. Um, I, uh, I've had a great time working here the last few years. I said it um, when I announced that I, I was leaving, but I, I, I'm here for the people. Like, I've been a Red Sox fan my whole life. Like, this next podcast I'll probably be doing from my childhood bedroom. You'll get to see my walls are just covered in Red Sox material. Um, that's what got me here. But what kept me here was the people I got to work with, you know, like, you don't work a 90 hour job because because it's just like you, you have a, a hobby you're interested in. You work that because it's you're living your life that way when you're doing it that much. And I got to live my life with some pretty incredible people, two of which I'm speaking to right now. And I am extremely thankful for that. Alex is a future GM of the team. Dave's a future director of productions department or whatever the heck he wants to be. Cause he can do everything. Uh, you guys are the best. And, uh, yeah, it's been a great experience, and it's going to be real emotional. My last show, I have to shed a few tears, uh, but but none this week for you guys. I've drank too much coffee to cry right now. <laughs> smack yourself again. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe you come smack me, and it'll get me going. Uh, this is it. This is the last the last week. I mean, this is it. Been, yeah, it's been crazy. Like just. The past couple of games walking around like especially seeing the familiar faces and in, in terms of the fans and just like hearing how much this place and honestly our staff and these players mean to them like for me it's it's so cool being able to walk around and just see the familiar faces talk to them and uh, i always tell people this like sometimes some people in worcester like Yes, they come for the in-game. They come for the amazing quality baseball we have, the amazing players we have on the field. I mean, shoot, there's some people that come just because they met Dave, because they met Dylan, because they met Ben DeCastro, TQ, you know, all the other folks who, who uh, spearhead all the efforts that, that it takes to put on, you know, just one single singular game. So it's really cool to just hear the appreciation from a lot of folks. I know yesterday uh, we had Ryan Fitzgerald and Durbin Feltman in the diner and you know, we had a long line, you know, those full 45 minutes, they were talking to every single person that came in that diner, you know, thanking them too. And that's the coolest thing is just seeing the impact that these fans have, uh, their friendly faces, their friendly voices, uh, their not so friendly voices to the away team and some of the heckles that they have. It's just so cool that like even the players appreciate it. And they said, you know, we we're walking upstairs, going through the bridge, you know, walking through the triple deck garden, going through the Worcester wall. And even the players are like, this place is unbelievable. And like now I see why these fans are so excited and so happy to be here. Like there's not a bad seat in the house. Like there really there really isn't. And you're just on top of everything. You could be on the bridge and you could yell over to, you know, Mieses or uh, Castellanos, who's in right field, and, and they'll have a conversation with you. So. It's I know it's the end of the, the 2022 season here. We only got four more left, but um, I'm real excited to kind of see how we wrap up these last four games and, and thank the fans. And of course, the fans thanking the players and the front office for putting on another amazing year. And uh, the craziest part is we're not done. We still have a lot more left to do next year. A lot of improvements, a lot of cool new things in 2023. 
that won't be the tagline that won't be the slogan we'll have to figure out the the slogan for 2023 but uh no it's just been an exciting time and uh we're, we're looking forward to it and fans Please. yeah go if ahead you want to come back to the park after the season is over Monday, the day that this episode is coming out, is the Worcester Police and Fire game at Polar Park. And then is it October 8th is the Holy Cross football game we got going on? The EBW Classic presented by Sanofi Careers, a.k.a. Bucknell versus Holy Cross. Uh, Yeah, there's not there's an offseason for the Woosocks. There's not an offseason for Polar Park. It just keeps going. The the day after that is assumption versus franklin pierce don't forget my alma mater right 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 uh i didn't know that actually that's good <laughs> is that true how many football games we play in that week it, it's it's happening the day after and then there's a high school game i think it's Worcester tech versus some other school but uh not gonna lie i'm very very excited for this police versus fire game so they they need two pitchers each for each team like to help out at the end of the game so Hannah asked, Hannah Butler, our director of special events, she asked me, Nesbitt, Tom Steiger, and Danny, Danny Mall, to pitch. So we are pitching in the police versus fire game. I am wow. team police, and I am ready to absolutely mow down and strike out every single person that steps into that box. What number? What number are you going to wear? Uh, blank. I don't. I don't think they're giving me a number just because they. they I'm, I, I have no idea why, but I am. I am a blank number. Just look for the guy, the dark skin, the red glove on the field pitching. Throw be me. Throw I'm. I'm yeah. I'm. I'm letting it all out on Monday. Is your like, shoulder ready for this? Is yeah. your elbow ready? Like. Been, what's your loadout? You. You had, you, had, you had a Vulcan change. I, I have been throwing every single day. Uh, starting today uh, to get ready for this game on Monday. Um, I have a wedding this weekend. Randomly during the wedding on the dance floor, I'm just going to be doing throwing our motions. It's like my dance move, you know, just to, you know, <laughs> just to get ready for the game. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. I'm throwing like absolute heaters. And as soon as it comes out of my hand, like I hope we have the radar on because it's coming out like 72. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. All right, uh, that game will be in a few hours tonight. Uh, today is actually Thursday, and we have another game in a few hours. So we got to go get started to work on that. Uh, thank you, Alex. I think that you've done a pretty good job demonstrating uh, a potential to replace the great Dylan McCaffrey, possibly on this podcast in a few weeks. Um, we'll have to have the powers that be uh, make that decision. But thank you for coming on today, man. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you, decaf. Dave, I know you got to get to class, so make sure you get that education. All right? Get that piece of paper. Absolutely. All right. Go Woo Sox. Go Woo Sox.